This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect it's for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for, and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. this subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I park was high. Box. Yeah, park yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm-hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. How do two wanna be has been unemployed actors slash writers somehow create a podcast empire? Watch this perverted college dropout and this late blooming nerd start the best advice show you ever heard. Long ago in college humor, they wrote jokes and made cameos and hardly working episodes. Honed their comedic flow, became best bros, put up their own video, which became the eponymous Jake and Amir show. Well, the show exploded, they were always laughing as they wrote it Till it was time to throw out the status quo Just let go of it, finished on a high note Started something new so they could grow And the Facebook fans already know What's this show, man? Jake and Amir, if I were you The show is Jake and Amir, if I were you and you can email in if you're confused And they'll talk you through And mock you too Mentally run at Starbucks That cousin committed suicide Hashtag green light Jake and Amir The pilot was denied When at last they knew that True TV Passed on employing them They hit the gas on podcasting And asked their friends to join them There would have been nothing left to shoot For comics less astute They would have been broke reduced to asking Hey sir, can we crash here dude? They started hoarding, recording, reporting to the landlord of Raven's Nest, the best house in the world, which they cannot afford. Hustling for C-less actors that can get to come on. Trust in the emails, but give them material to go on. If they keep entertaining, don't let the fan base erode. In L.A., they can start a new show. The show is on Vimeo now, Amir as Ruby Jade. A new pathetic character still trying to get laid. Lonely and horny might be the best thing they've ever made. But what's this show, man? Jake and Amir, if I were you...
Wow, no podcast this week, everybody. We're just going to let that song sink in. Let's do an entire If I Were You Hamilton mixtape. I want to just play that. That's a great idea. I want to play that for like anybody that needs... Anytime anybody's like, hey, send us a bio. Oh. That's just... That is... That's the ballad of our life. Uh, Saddest part about that, I'm not going to say who wrote it or composed it. That's not sad. That's mean. I'm going to let it sort of go on anonymously as he didn't want. (laughs) He wanted credit. He's got like a bunch of ideas and suggestions, a shout out for somebody sick in his life. And I'm just going to say, hell no, let's start fresh. It's 2K17, and I don't give a shit. All right. I, you get... You, you, <laughs> yeah, you're the you're the boss, man. Awesome, the man. Awesome, man. But I want you to really think about this. Like, <laughs> This is If I Were You. <laughs> this is crazy. And I made that song. <laughs> oh. Because I played that so you're song. So you don't want to just not give him credit. You want to take the credit. That's my credit. It's my song. It's my right. I said it. I read it. Uh, okay. Jeremy Hoffman. That's who made it. Uh, if you don't know, that was a Hamilton parody. Uh, two minutes plus. All about our story, our life story. I guess he sent it to us like months ago and I just missed it. And so wow. he resent it to us, thankfully, and I got to play it eventually. Jeremy thank Hoffman. God. Thank you, Jeremy. Uh, 2K17. Does he have, he has no shout out? No, uh, like, no shout out. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's not about that, um, SoundCloud life, evidently. Wow. I did have a few notes about just some of the rhymes. You asshole. You jerk. It was the part perfect. that goes, uh, met Liren at Starbucks, the cousin committed suicide. Yeah. <laughs> that never happened. Um, in yeah, Jake but and it's sort of just like blending references. I mean, yeah. Jesus, the amount of time that he must have the put The surge, into can was... we crash here, dude part just bumped me in terms of Why? the cadence of the rhyme. That was it great. Felt like... He blended <laughs> Raven's Nest with Surge. Yeah, I mean, this yeah, is like yeah. a seamless flow of inside uh-huh, jokes uh-huh, from uh-huh. podcasts and web Amir's series. Ruby. I'm just reading it again. Amir's Ruby Jade, that's He fine. promoted Lonely and Horny for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're an asshole. That was nice. Uh, cool. Happy New Year! Ha- oh, wait, my mother was already on the first episode of the New Year. This is the first one we're recording after the New Year. Happy New Year! Uh, so we're different, uh, but this is the liter- technically the second episode of 2017. Yeah. Uh, what's new about us? Gosh, uh, a couple near-death experiences. I'm Buddhist now. Oh, I got a haircut. Yeah, you got a haircut. Your hair's shorter. For the first time in how long you got a haircut? I think since, like, August. Wow. Wait, yeah. no, it's got to be long. August is only four months ago. I believe I got a haircut. Four months ago? When was the last time your hair was like short, short? Oh, short, short? Eesh. You got trims. I'm I talking did, the last time your hair was this short. Maybe it was like lonely and horny. That was like the shortest haircut I had. Oh, which was last summer. No, last no, December, a year ago. January. Yeah, so a year. when you go to the barber with long hair, what do you say? I was just like, get this off of me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, he, it was she. so long. I was just like, just like short on the sides, long on top. And I'll just tell, I'll tell you when to stop. <laughs> Don't ever let me see the bottom of this hair. Who was it? A random? Uh, random lady. Yeah. Rudy's? Rudy's, yeah. Did she like feel the gravitas of the situation? Did she realize how big of a deal it was for no. you? Well, she was like, so, so what's what's happening here? And I was like, it's gotta go. <laughs> what's happening? That's a good reaction to what your hair had become. Yeah, I don't. I think it was more like, what are we like? What are we doing? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It are was you trying to fix this or just start over. Yeah, I guess it was kind of loaded. And, and 
before I was like, yeah, so like we're going to, I was, you know, walking her through. I was like, basically me and my brother are the only ones that think it's cool and everyone else hates it. <laughs> and and I, she was like, I get it. Uh, and then she's like really uh, kindly was like, do you want to start with a wash? <laughs> Just because is I can't touch so much what shame this is. In that because, you know, they. I want to clean the hair that I'm I about to yeah. cut. You're going to throw it away. It's like washing garbage. So we went with a wash. Oh, you shampooed. I, yeah, I mean, it was just for her. She didn't <laughs> want to touch me. It was dirty. It was ugly. It was nasty. And then when you shampooed your hair, were you like, oh, maybe this is all I needed? No, because I had been shampooing my hair, it, it, but it had been a minute, and I had like gone to the gym. Yeah. I didn't do her any favors. <laughs> you, you hadn't showered in days. You sh you went to the. It was sweaty. It was matte. Yeah, it was, you were it wearing was probably, a hat. It was it was the climbing gym, so I was probably it was probably more the uh, chalk that was all over. Oh my yeah, body. the chalky, chunky, dry but greasy oh, hair. Yeah. And then they uh, sliced it, diced it, cut sliced it on the side. Yeah, the razor. Ran. No uh, scissor cut on the side. Oh, scissor cut on the side. Scissor cut on the side. Did any part of you want to go like extreme, like short, and then leave the top mohawk just because? You you created such a canvas for yourself. Yeah, you could have done some crazy things. I think actually, like because I had I had sort of had like a shaved side mohawk type thing before I grew it out, uh -huh. and then I like then it was long. I was craving just like the most normal haircut I could possibly. You wanted to be norm core. I was, yeah, just make me look like a, <laughs> a nice boy from the 1950s. Yeah, you that's... wanted to be a guy that didn't care about his hair. Yeah, that's what I wanted for the first time in a while. Yeah, and you haven't worn a hat since. Yeah, I, well, I wore a winter hat over, over the break. But that's but yeah. the biggest change, going for wearing a hat for like oh, man. five months to not wear. I a went hat. to a wedding over over the break, and just like not being stressed out about like, could I wear a hat or like would I have a good hair day <laughs> on the day of the wedding? It's, it was your wedding. Yeah, it's so. But you know, it's really funny. And then we can go into the show because I feel like I'm taking up a lot of personal time talking about my appearance. But this is anyway, important. Uh, I cut my hair. I was feeling so good, so confident. Excited to see all my friends and family back home for the holidays. I landed and I had the biggest zit on my nose <laughs> that, that like I popped on your forehead. And it turned into like a cut. <laughs> it was just like this monstrosity on my nose. So I like could I st even though I felt better on my hair, I couldn't feel like hot for, <laughs> for ten whole days. Am I just making it up, or do you usually get a zit on your nose during like important things? Like uh, I, feel, I have memories of you dealing with that kind of stuff. Yeah, it, we it happened once on tour. Yeah, uh, and also again once just before like uh sh like South by or something. Where was it on your nose now? Uh, right here, right above the right nostril. Oh, got it. Yeah. Um, usually it's been in those past two times, <laughs> it's it literally dead a Rudolph, in the yeah, like yeah. the Save by the Bell. Oh my god, <laughs> front and center. I have like visions of you like dabbing it with an alcohol cotton, yeah, swab. just trying to dry it out so it wouldn't look quite as red, yeah, yep. and then just fucking cutting it anyway so it turns into a skin. That's pretty much exactly what happened this time. <laughs> you just make it, it was bleed. like, just like, I was like, all right, all right, Hurwitz, don't touch it, yeah, don't touch it, it's gonna be fine. Then I look in the mirror, I'm like, god damn it, it's there's a white head under this, yeah. <laughs> Don't, don't touch your nose, kids. You know, I once had a fantasy, not a fantasy, but a daydream where I'm like, if I had a zit on my cheek, could I theoretically like vacuum it up with a straw? You mean like puncture? Like a little a straw. straw. Like imagine a vacuum the size of a straw that sucked so voraciously that I just put it over my zit and it would suck the whitehead through the pore like you know how when you squeeze you're basically mm. squeezing down and sort of forcing a volcano to erupt yeah could you create a suction that literally just stole the pus out of the pore uh 
like a hand punching through a jelly donut. And I feel like we could really easily create this science experiment because we could, we could just get a shop vac, a bunch of duct tape, and a little drink straw. Oh, and then just sort of duct tape it so the because the opening of the vacuum cleaner is wide. It's like yeah, a ping pong ball. Yeah, but we can like ball. make a basically a funnel. Yeah, with... I want a ping pong ball to a straw adapter. Yeah. So the same amount of suction, but the small small I mean, if surface it, yeah, area. Yeah, it'll probably be the. It, I feel like it would increase the suction because it's the same like yeah force pulling in the air, but a the much smaller, smaller surface pull. area. Let's do it. I just yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess let's stop Follow recording. Follow me on Snapchat. <laughs> I, just, I just start rubbing grease on my face so that I get this hit. That'd be, I'm down to uh, give this a shot on Monday if you want. We got the vacuum. We have duct tape. I guess next time one of us gets a zit. Yeah. I mean, I always... I'll, I'll, actually, no, nah, I'm pretty good aside from that nose thing. Yeah. If this was 10 years ago, I wouldn't have a problem. Uh, all what about right. the back zits? Oh, that's pretty good. There's always a back zit. Yeah. You got one right now? At a shoulder guy. At <laughs> a shoulder guy. All right. This is If I Were You, the only zit podcast on the internet hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Josh. Uh, what do we do? We answer emails, if you can believe it or not. People trust us for whatever reason to dispense our wisdom about their lives. They're in difficult places. They think we'll know what to do to get them out of it. Let's see if we can help some people right now. Let's start with one of my favorite questions that I've read in a while, just wow. so I can get into it. Uh, this guy's name is, let's call him Feud-er. Feud-er? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought I was giving you a second. I thought you had another. No, that's right. it. Feud-er. Feud-er. Right. I'm having a problem with Britney Spears. Well, not Britney directly, but my girlfriend is obsessed with her and it's her birthday in two weeks. She wants me to buy her meet and greet tickets for her concert in Vegas, but it's going to cost $2,000 for the ticket alone, plus, plus flights to Vegas and hotels and shit. In addition to that, she wants us, <laughs> she wants us both to dress up in that red oops, I did it again dress so she can show Britney. <laughs> for my birthday, she bought me tickets to Maui, so now I feel kind of obligated. <sighs> Don't get me wrong, I love Britney. But should I spend this much on a weekend and dress up in a red latex costume? Thinking emoji. I <laughs> uh, love feud. Er, feud. Uh, his girlfriend wants him to wear a dress to a Britney Spears concert. Um, and well, I think it was more of a latex pantsuit. But Got yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she wants him to shame himself in front of her hero for her, for her birthday. Right. Mm. So how low would you go? I think this is I like would, an emotional limbo. To me, I I would balk a little bit at the price alone. <laughs> like two thousand dollars is that per ticket? Uh, for the ticket alone. Tick so yeah, let's say it's per ticket. Four thousand dollars <laughs> plus flights. I'm yeah. assuming they live in the California area. That's why they're like Maui, Vegas. Oh like, uh, yeah, they're West Coast peeps for sure. Uh, so maybe the Vegas ticket's not going to be that expensive. The mm -hmm. hotel. It's really, I guess, it's really about the concert ticket. Mm -hmm. it's probably gonna this whole thing, this whole experience is gonna run you about five thousand dollars. This is before you <laughs> slip into the latex. Just which imagine. I don't even know how you get that costume. That might be expensive too. Yeah, and putting it on, how shameful! Like you'd have to be, 
you'd have to right. feel really don't what a weird psychological of, experiment that would be yeah you don't just think of the moment of like you meeting britney <laughs> spears wearing a weird costume that she wore yeah think about walking through las vegas in your britney spears costume yeah getting in your like getting in a your matching Uber. one with your girlfriend yeah even how about even just think about the elevator ride from your room down to the lobby and think about how uncomfortable and sad that will be. Yeah, in, in front of an Asian family of four. Yeah, like imagine you're on the 12th the 12th floor. Of course. You hit L. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's going down and you see up uh, stops at 11. Uh somebody's coming someone's in. Someone's about to come in. Yeah. <laughs> your stomach sinks. It's And that will happen. <laughs> it's someone wearing the Britney slave costume. Um <laughs> He walks in with the chair. To my girlfriend. (laughs) Oh, my God. So you go to the concert. You're dressed as Britney. I mean, what happened? It's Britney, bitch. (laughs) It really, you really are Britney's bitch. Poops, I shit it again. (laughs) The next day, you guys are having a nice brunch, a breakfast at the Bellagio, all-you-can-eat buffet. Oh, God. You still haven't taken off the latex for some reason. (laughs) It won't slide off. It's that skin tight. I've also heard that this, like, Britney meet-and-greet ticket thing is, like, not... You wait in like a very long line. She comes out. You're like not allowed to touch her. It's not like an intimate like meet and greet where you're going to get to like talk to Brittany. Like, hey, like I'm a big fan. Check out this crazy costume. (laughs) It's like she nods at you. Imagine how, what a weird level of pity Brittany would feel to you. She'll see the girlfriend dressed as Brittany and then she'll pan left to reveal you in a similar latex suit and she'll be like oh no uncomfortable i'm sorry dude uh i think you can say no i think he can say no i think you can say you feel uncomfortable of course you can say no to wearing the costume (laughs) by god you should say no to wearing the costume (laughs) but what's your reason other than i don't want to wear the costume (laughs) imagine imagine this What's this girl's life uh, been like that it led her to the point that it's fine for her to ask that? The late- Wait, what's the latex costume from? Uh, let's see. Oops, I did it again. Uh, oops, I did it again, Brittany. There's like a scene in that video where she's talking to the guy. Remember that dumb little breakdown where she's like, uh, oh, I thought the old lady dropped it in the ocean. Oh, uh, that was that song? Guy, yeah, the guy's like, oh, you got this. well, I swam down and got it for you. Oh, like he can want to dress up as yeah, that. Yeah, be that guy. Like to finish the, co- oh my God, yeah, this is a real legit. <laughs> it is so funny. Imagine him wearing this skin tight latex <laughs> Baby, red suit. All right, I'll put on the suit. All right, and learn the choreography for the dance. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm not. I'll I learn the. Basic. I want to show Brittany <laughs> you in the dance. I want Brittany and I to high five as to how, what a pushover you are, and wear the makeup too. I feel like it won't read unless you're wearing the white highlights. Yeah, this sounds like a real weird prank that the girl, like the girlfriend's gonna break up with him in front of everybody. Is this peak Britney? Uh, yeah, I think so. Is Oops, I Did It Again peak Bay? I guess it, uh, probably. How old was Britney during it? I Oops. feel like peak Britney, Britney is the uh, Python in at the MTV Movie Awards. What's the pi- The what? The music Awards or Movie Awards, whichever one they were. What is Britney it? With oh. the pi- Britney with the fucking Python. Oh, what about Britney kissing Madonna? Oh, yeah. Was that peak Brit? I guess so, because it was all downhill from there. When did she shave her head? Oh, yeah. The Oops, I Did It Again was in 2000. 
and Britney Spears was born in oh eighty seven. So that's when she was thirteen. What that's you pervert? <laughs> you fucking monster, man! <laughs> I know she was eighty, born in eighty one. That was nineteen year old Britney Spears doing. Oops, I did it again in a latex red suit. Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, so um, you can you can you can hard pass. You can hard pass. We wouldn't. Nobody would. Nobody would get mad at you for saying you don't want to wear the suit. Except your girlfriend. And if she does, then I don't know if she should be your girlfriend. I like whenever I got into arguments like this. I like to imagine the girl explaining it to her friends and be like, I don't think the friends can take her side on this. Yeah. They can't be like, fuck that guy, you're right. He wouldn't so, wear the latex so suit. So won't get into this. <laughs> feud. <laughs> Feuder is not avoiding a feud. Oh by my not God, what an into... asshole. Yeah, he wouldn't, yeah, would you, could you be such a supportive friend that you're actually taking this lady's side that the guy won't wear the red latex suit? The $2,000 meet and greet tickets? I, mean, I guess we don't know how rich? rich these people are. Jesus Christ. What if these people are loaded and $2,000 not that much? I guess then it really comes down to the latex suit. <laughs> <laughs> how about, what if you had the two options of wearing the latex suit or going to the concert? Oh, man. So it's either I have to spend $4,000 or wear a latex suit? Yeah, it's like dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I Who still, is this monstrous I girl just, that's making me choose? I still want to get a steak with you at Tao. Oh, man. I Vegas. think we should go to a hot sushi spot on the strip. I think we should go to Vegas, dude. <laughs> should we wear red latex suits and go to Vegas? It's in the air. It is in the ether. We're your, talking about your it. Your birthday's coming up, brother. It's true. Two weeks from day of recording. Uh, all right. So don't do it. I would. I, you uh, would not. I, yeah, I would draw the line. At the tickets, but you know, if you're if you got the cash, I think if if you got the ash, if you got the cash and you want to do the tickets, like at the very least, she's not going to be mad at you if you don't go like that, like last extra. It's like you scored a touchdown with the with the tickets, the meet and greet, and the trip to Vegas, yeah. and then like she wants you to go for two, yeah, she and you're like, yeah. let's get the extra point, let's just do the field, goal. yeah, we're up three, it's important for us to take this extra point lead. And then she's like, fuck it. I want to do like a Statue of Liberty play. Let's get fucking wild with it. <laughs> what if he says, I'll wear the fucking hit me baby one more time schoolgirls pigtail uh, yeah, shit. Yeah, it's mostly about it, my latex allergy. <laughs> I, I'm down to cross-dress Britney cosplay. I just don't want to wear the red. Uh, all right, next question. This one's written by a lady. Do you have a lady's name? Gushka. Gushga writes, I'm a senior in high school, and just this year, we got six transfers for our basketball team. One of them just happens to be, and then she says his name, but I won't, who is one of the best high school basketball players in the nation. I'm kind of super into him. I mean, who wouldn't be? He's six foot blank. Again, going to disguise yeah, it yeah, to we keep don't him anonymous. Know. Very tall, beautiful face, bound to be successful. Just wondering, what's the best way to intrigue him? As in, get him to be into me. He's already responded to a DM, but I'm at a loss of what to say to him. Need to seize the cheese before he's too famous for a commoner like me. This is so important? Question mark. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and then she sent us the DM. Yeah, what does it say? It says, holla, catch me at the next game, clown emoji, eggplant emoji. And then he responds with a sly smile. So it's more than nothing. More than nothing, but it's definitely less than, than something. something. 
Oh, she re- she replied to his Instagram story. That's how, that's what sliding into DMs is like nowadays. Uh-huh, interesting. So, what's the best way to fuck uh, <laughs> a basketball player who's about to be a really big deal? So this guy's like, in high school now. It, it shouldn't be that hard. It's definitely going to get, like, this guy's, he's definitely going to get used to fucking a lot of people if he becomes, like, the best college basketball player and then, like, uh, an NBA star. star. Yeah. Like. And he's only two years away from being an NBA star. I do want to temper her expectations. You're not going to lock this one down. No. Yeah. I don't think she's. If she's just trying to, like, hook fuck it. and. Yeah. yeah. Like she, she wants to be able to, like, put eight her years ago it. say, I fucked Kevin Durant. Yeah. Yeah, I totally feel that. <laughs> Honestly, I love basketball I so much. I would. I'm kind of sad that I'm not a girl that I get to fuck basketball players. Well, you gave Russell Westbrook a blowjob. Yeah, but that didn't mean anything to him, <laughs> and that was last week. <laughs> I blew Beastbrook, and then I sort of jado Stephen Adams. Didn't Stephen Adams skull fuck you? <laughs> Didn't the like the entire uh, Oklahoma okay, City okay, so yeah. bench run train on you? Yeah, and Nick <laughs> Collison, um, what's his name, Adrian Payne, just went to town. Jesus, uh... <laughs> you rode Omeka Okafor. <laughs> He's not even on the team. I know. Does he play in the NBA at all? Omeka <laughs> Okafor. Yeah. I don't think so. I think he's out of the league. Then you really shouldn't have fucked him. That was a waste. Uh, jeez, <laughs> uh, Louise. Uh, so what's the best way to do it? What do you think? What do you think high school basketball players like? Uh, it feels like sliding into his DMs is pretty appropriate. Mm. You're you're doing it. You're nailing it. So you just have to respond. Yeah. Well, I don't think I would like respond to this thread because then you seem a little too thirsty. Like respond, like slide in again with like a more direct um, thing. Like, but I think in the here, D- in the DM here. world, the next DM will be in this thread. Well, even if she replies to like another one of his stories, yeah, I would say you replied to this story in that same thread. Mm. What do you think clown emoji eggplant means? Uh, that's like fun. Hey, we're fucking just for fun. Eggplant like, is dick. That's what I think. I see it a lot, but I've never Definitely experienced what it. What else would it be? Uh, let's cook a fun salad together. Let's eat baba ganoush at a circus. <laughs> uh, okay, so she's like a fun, let's have fun sex clown eggplant emoji. That's, yeah, and so I guess you just follow up with that like next time you're free or you're going somewhere fun, whatever. Like, Let me know. Let's, yeah, like let's actually meet up, whatever, something. Yeah, because you can't be... You can't be too adamant, but at the same time, you can't be so relaxed that he doesn't actually do it. Right. You kind of have to give him something concrete. I feel like she maybe wants him to write back and be like, all right, where do you, where can we meet? But I don't think that's going to happen. I feel like and the, thing is, like the kids on the brink of superstardom are maybe a little more guarded. That's what I was going to say. If he's actually a, a big freaking deal, then he won't want... Like, in his mind, anything can leak. So he has to be as... Uh, in, implicit it doesn't as possible. Wanna, like catch get caught up in a scandal yeah and then like if it leaks it's like look she did all the work oh I was what if you write ride. back to this dm and you move it over to snapchat because then it's it, then all the messages he's taking are can disappear or at the very least to like see if you start screenshotting shit 
Oh, what about moving it to phone? Or is that more concrete? If she's like, here's my legit. phone number. Like, yeah, I don't want to, you don't want to like text. I say. Is it too legit to quit though? Yeah. Oh, it is too legit to quit? It, no, it's, yeah, it's not legit it, enough. That he would quit. Yeah. So you have to keep it with, all within DMing. Yeah, but I, I, think you, I think you send over your Snapchat. Oh, you move it to a different app entirely. Yeah, Snapchat. So then it's more flirtatious. And it disappears in the and there's it's it's like talking on a burner cell phone, right? Any 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 like uh, hint he has of like you know being uh, not Outed. wanting to be like too out. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like get get caught out. And if you're on Snapchat, don't take a screen grab. Then it lets him know. Yeah, exactly. There. <laughs> uh, didn't this just made me think of something? Remember when we were in Miami for the Super Bowl and you were texting a football player? Yeah. And you or you guys were DMing on Twitter. And he invited Was us it? to oh, a yeah, party, yeah, yeah. and you wrote back "Holla." Yeah, and then he didn't respond. <laughs> we were... He was he was typing in a really cool way, and then we were at dinner with like a bunch of like producers on this thing that we were working on. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how to respond to like this football player because I want to seem cool, but I don't know how to do that. I don't know, like what? Because I'm like a 25 year old white comedy writer, and he's a football player. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Yeah, roll through around whatever," and I don't want to be like. That sounds great. Thanks. Thanks, dude. Should I drop your name at the yeah, door? Right, exactly. Like, yeah, a lot of logistical questions. And so I think I crowdsourced it, and the table, or at the very least one person, convinced me to just write back Holla, H O L L A. And that was the last time I texted Joe Montana. Let's go to break. <laughs> Should we say who it was? It's not, it's kind of a weird coincidence now and it, it's not outing him in any way yeah yeah that's true <laughs> like he didn't do anything bad and neither did i yeah but it's i guess like since he's been <laughs> caught up in scandal <laughs> since since it sort of makes it feel like oh yeah whatever sure <laughs> we can say it <laughs> it was joe montana i don't know what to say no it was it was ray rice yeah yeah whether you know who that is or not uh that's just Completes the story and actually completes the first half of this episode. Great first half. Uh, Let's take a break and we'll be back with more If I Were You after this. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have 24/7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's a non-movement good. movement a, is anti-movement yeah. one anti-movement uh, seems i'll like have it to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's more fitness of a fitness <laughs> yeah it's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing yeah uh, squarespace ai also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website they can generate instant personalized results 
that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, Mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never Mm -hmm. complain or talk about it to anyone ever. Buried deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And And a masquerade. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, f- you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, Mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, Mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh, love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. And we are returned. It is January of fish, which means our shows in Hawaii and Australia are even more so right around the corner. Hawaii. Hawaii. Hola. Oh, wait. What, how do you do it? Hola. Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> we'll figure it out before we get there. Aloha. Uh, Hawaii, February, uh, Friday, February 17th. And then... Honolulu. Sid- That's right, Honolulu. And then Melbourne and Sydney... Thursday, March 16th, and Saturday, March 18th. We are coming back to Australia. I'm so pumped. And we're going to Streeter. Those shows are going to be crazy. If you haven't purchased tickets yet, they are going faster than normal. Uh, We sold these shows out last time we were there. Let's try to do it again. Uh, yeah. Those are going to be fun. And tickets, uh, all that information is at our website, jakeandamir.com. Last time time we did, uh, was it Melbourne on Friday or Saturday? Uh, it was, mm, yeah, and yeah, it was Sydney on Thursday. Wait, no, I thought Sydney was like, ended up being like a Monday or something. It did feel like a weekend, but I don't know oh, wait, if it was no, the weekend. It, we did, because we raged after. Yeah, it was Friday, Melbourne, Saturday, Sydney. Yeah. And then the next day was like all the way across the country. Yeah. Didn't we have a day off to, or no? To get to Perth? Maybe we didn't. Oh, man. God, I was so fucking hungover. <laughs> Uh, so check us out. Come party. Come hang. Come laugh. Come love. Uh, Melbourne on the 16th and Sydney on the 18th of March. Um, what else? Anything? Um, no, but hit us up. You know, like hit what? us up. Hit us up if you have something cool or interesting to do in Australia. I feel like last oh, yeah. time we were like, 
we were traveling every single day and this time since we only have two cities we're spending a little bit more time we're also like we have like several days after we're only doing two shows and then we have yeah. several days afterwards in sydney my goal is to meet an australian footy player who can like take us around oh you want to meet an afl star yeah that's what's up a nat fife type I want to fucking party with Fife. Really? Can you imagine? It's Fife on Twitter. What a strike! Oh, what a strike! Uh, Nat last, Fife! Last time we were in uh, Australia, we took in two Aussie Rules football matches and just soaked it in so much, became huge fans for about a week. I really do want to go. Yeah, we're, Oh, shit, do they play during I, this time? I don't know, because I didn't stick with it. But everyone told us that the best Australian Rules football player, the Michael Jordan of footy... Uh, was Nat Fife, Nathan Fife. Uh, let's see if he's on Twitter. You think you we think... could slide into his DMs <laughs> with a clown emoji <laughs> and, and an uh, eggplant? Yeah. We get arrested at the border <laughs> by <laughs> Nat Fife. <laughs> we land and he just beats the shit out of us. Wait, this can't be right. No, this says Nat. F- no, this can't be. This is what good. is it? This says Nat Fife has a thousand Twitter followers and he's an AFL footballer who's twenty two years old. That sounds about right. <laughs> I get, and then he hasn't tweeted in two years. Maybe he like got it when he was an amateur, and then mm. oh, weird. Does he have an Instagram? <laughs> There's uh, lots of different mediums where we could slide into the DMs. Yeah, what's the Australian versions of Instagram? <laughs> it's I, probably like butt fucking a kangaroo. <laughs> I'm serious. God, you think the world is. <laughs> Uh, all right, we'll we'll do some more research later as to how we can stock this. Oh wait, no, this guy is on Instagram. Oh yeah, this is more. Okay, now we're now we're here. How many how many Instagram? Nat Fife on Instagram has one hundred twenty one thousand Instagram followers. That's not bad. Uh, and his last one was a couple weeks ago. All right, is his name Nat Fife on Instagram? Yeah, Nat, Nat Fife. Fife. No yeah. number. Uh, no number, just Nat Fife, and he is just a cool, long haired blonde australian football god this is what you wanted your hair to look like eventually your your brightness is too low but uh, i'm sure you <laughs> you want it to be like this jacked heath ledger type oh yeah my god very cool at <laughs> the very least i'm buying that shirt <laughs> at the very least i can be like fife in that way i'll buy some green cleats and a, a footy ball uh oh and he's also a surfer that makes sense uh, all right. Shall we try to answer some more questions? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, let me see what we got. Um, I want to make sure I want to make sure I read these correctly. And um, I don't know where my email is, so I can't do that um, until I open up the tab. Take your time. I am the... a couple months back into Fife's Instagram. <laughs> and what do you see? Wow. Just a guy who's got it all. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it cool to be like a superstar in your country and then he comes to America and nobody knows who he is? That must be a weird feeling. Yeah. Like, don't you guys know I'm the best athlete ever? Who's the f- who's the most famous person that's not famous in America? Um, I think it's like those Bollywood people. Oh, that like can't go anywhere and then they come here and nobody knows who the yeah. heck they are. And I wonder like if they are the, literally the most famous people in the world because of the population. I wonder if there's any version of that in reverse, like the most famous person in America that goes to London and nobody knows who they are. Hmm. Probably. Would it be like an American football player? Like, would 
Tom Brady, but people would know who he is in London. Right? Tom Brady. I mean, there's probably plenty of musicians. I feel like uh, if uh, if the guys from Chainsmokers went anywhere, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, at the, uh, I don't even know who he is now, and I am in America. Uh, all right, ready? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, this one's about high school. You got a high schooler's name? Yeah. All right, cool. Twang <laughs> Diedelman. <laughs> okay. Twang Diedelman writes, I'm a high school freshman in Toronto, and I'm in a bit of a predicament. I'm new at my high school, but I came from another school nearby with a lot of other people, so I've had a bunch of friends going into my first year. Here's the thing. Oh, this guy sounds like the dude that went to, a, a, to another country and wasn't famous. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm conflicted about who I want to hang out with. On one hand, I hang out with a group of friends who are pretty innocent and I feel very comfortable around. But on the other hand, I hang out with another group of friends who are quite less innocent, whom, with whom I frequently get drunk and high with, and so on. I'm not pressured into anything or anything, and I actually have fun with this less innocent group, but I feel a lot less comfortable. In this group is a very close friend who I've been bros with for three years. He's the Jake to my Amir. And if I were to leave this friend group, I'd kind of be leaving him, which I don't want to do. Please also take into account that we've kind of grown apart a little, and it feels a bit weird and slightly awkward whenever I'm with him just alone, so I feel like it's okay keeping him as a friend uh, when, we're in, when we're together in this group. Now, it may seem like the obvious solution is to just hang out with both group of friends. But to be honest, I feel like two different people around each group. And it's probably not good for me to continue this whole double life. So who should I be? What should I do? Thanks for the advice. Longtime fan. Love. What'd you call him? Twang. Deedleman. Do you remember <sighs> the groups of friends, the cliques? Yeah, it was definitely... I think this is not unique to Twang. I, this happened to me in high school too. So you can't, you couldn't choose. You had this or that. I was like the like the coolest nerd or the least cool popular kid. You were like in the middle of these two leagues. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you were either the best minor league baseball player in the world right. or the shittiest major leaguer. Yeah, and definitely like in the in the popular kid group, it was like because I made the guys and the I made people laugh. No one was ever thinking it was cool or hot. <laughs> there wasn't like a girl that I could hook up with in, I guess, either group because the uh, the nerd guys didn't hang out with any girls. Right. So did you guys have names for the group? We had names. Oh, you did? We just yeah. had the cool, like the popular kids stuff. Oh, you would call them like, we're going to go hang out with the popular kids. You would say the popular kids. Um, I think, no, I guess I didn't ever... I didn't have like a discussion with my friends, be like, "Oh, the popular kids might hang out." We yeah, just called them by their names. Yeah, but like, definitely, that was the the assumed uh, right by like senior or junior year of my high school. Since there was only like eighty kids, the cliques the cliques were so well established that they had like names. What were they? So our group was called the Kramers because we had two Kramers in it because uh, we had a, a set of twins whose last name was Kramer. Okay. So like the most of them are named Kramer. So these guys are the Kramers. So it had nothing to do with like your personality being like Michael Richards on Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh yeah. Different okay. Kramer. Then there was the Franklins who's like a bunch of Persian kids. One of them's last name was Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Very creative on the naming front. It doesn't say like what the clicks are about. Yeah. 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 Okay. That, you, just, that like, you describes just sort of, like you know. generally the people. Right. I got it. But the Kramers didn't 
or the very the least. Kramers didn't mix with the Franklins. No, you didn't want to mix between Franklins and Kramers. But then some the of the Montague Kramers were in Capulets. The, yeah, <laughs> we couldn't do that. But my group was not the like drinking partying group. Although some of the cool Kramers still did. <laughs> you would have been a cool Kramer. Really? Yeah. What an honor. Because I went to parties and I was like afraid of like I didn't want to get high in high school. Right. I was like a don't do drug Kramer. But then there were the cool kids who like straight up just smoked pot even in ninth grade. So the cool kids just do drugs, huh? Is that what it is? I don't know. But I, why are they doing when did you smoke pot for the first time? It's when I was like fourteen or fifteen, eighth grade, ninth grade. And who taught you how to do it? Uh my friend Tom. <laughs> <laughs> he was eleven. Uh he was a year older than me. I mean like we hung out every once in a while and then one day he was like come over after school i have a surprise wow and, and were you scared to do it or are you down i was a little scared to do it i was like i i felt did I the don't do drugs thing like register at all to you uh, it wasn't about like the don't do drugs like this will disappoint people but it was more about like what will it feel like i have no idea what this thing is yeah uh and then and i like remember thinking i didn't want to do it but then like it, you know, really not wanting to disappoint Tom in the moment when he had it. And like, I remember also walking down, I was like, I bet it's going to be pot. Like, shit, what should I do? Fuck me. And then, well, then I tried it. And? It was fun. Did you get high the first time? Uh, I don't really remember. I think I did a little bit. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Uh, so if you were to go back to your future, past self, basically where this guy is right now, what do we call him? Twang? Twang. If you were to go back to your future past self, which is where Twang is right now, would you tell him, listen, stick with the nerds? Or would you say, you got to be a cool kid? I would tell him to keep on bouncing, man. I know Bounce that's not what he forth. wants to hear, but like you hang out with as many people as you can. It's the best way to get a sense of who you actually are. Listen, we all know that's not possible. This is high school after all. He's been doing it. Were you doing both? Yeah. Oh, you didn't have to choose? No, I, I would hang out with my loser friends, and then if any of the popular kids called me, I was <laughs> I would leave like them a, a fucking, fucking light. <laughs> Bye, old best friend. I'm gonna do something called Wii. <laughs> uh, it was a little bit like that. Like, I mean, I think I had like my favorite friends, and I liked hanging out with the cool kids because I did like, uh, I liked being like making them laugh, and I liked doing drugs. So. Yeah. It was definitely more like I was trying to do that. I don't think high schoolers should do drugs. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine that I think that, or you agree? <laughs> I think they shouldn't do drugs. <laughs> I'm just tell, telling him my experience. Got it. Good then. We agree. 15-year-olds Also, shouldn't... weed's fine. What? <laughs> weed's okay. All right. Who should I be? What should I do? I'll say... Hang out with... The less cool people, just because this is, if I were you, this is what I would do in your situation. I didn't hang out with the cool kids. I was scared to do drugs. I turned out all right. Uh, usually the nerds maybe end up doing better than the cool kids. If you did a quick scan of the nerds that you're hanging out with and the cool kids, who's in a better place right now? In my head? Yeah. The nerds and the cool kids. They're all fucked. (laughs) Everyone but me is bad. Uh, I don't know. It's. I mean, uh, you think about Mike Carnell. He wasn't like a, a nerd. Yeah. That dude's directing uh, <laughs> for Seth Meyers now. Shit. 
but he went through a rough patch. <laughs> For sure. And turned out an even better person. <laughs> oh, fuck. Now I don't know what to think. I, I really don't know what the answer is. I don't I don't think that it's like quite so black and white as like the cool kids get fucked, like peak in high school and then are bad afterwards and the nerds yeah there's definitely going to be exceptions but is there a general rule i don't even know i think that the general rule is like people that are self-reflective tend to do better and it sounds like this guy's self-reflective see this is a sociological experiment that i think is either amoral or unethical or just a gosh darn waste of people's time but i would like to see like how the kids who are considered cool in high school ended up doing as 30 year olds versus the kids who are quote nerds yeah it seems like there should be a study maybe right after we suck the zit off your back we <laughs> do like a 30-year study with uh, cool rats and stuff. Oh, uh, that'd be cool. Rats and stuff. The rats that do coke and the rats <laughs> that just solve the maze. Which, which rats have more enriching lives? All right, let's answer one more question just because we're here. Is that okay? It's fine with me. I have to pee a little bit, but I'm going to be okay. All right, let's see what we can do here. A quickie, if we will. Uh, oh, here's a quickie. Uh, let's call this guy Daddy, Daddy, Daddy Data, Daddy Data. I've got oh Daddy Data. <laughs> All right, one second. I'm trying to read. Hey Data, what's your name? Daddy Data. <laughs> Actually, we're what's... out of time. Um, awesome. I have to piss. <laughs> uh, Daddy Data writes: My girlfriend of high school and I go to the same college, which is a great thing because it would have sucked to have split up our strong relationship. She's an amazing girl, and I see us lasting a very long time. That's what. So, what's the problem? You ask. The only thing that she the, the only thing that is bothering me is that she's very religious and she wants to save herself for marriage. In fact, your boy won't even be able to make it to third base. Even that isn't the problem. I respect her and her decisions sexually. The problem is the massive blue balls she leaves me with. When we engage in any somewhat sexual activity, it's cut short and it's quite the tease of grandeur. I've never been one to watch porn more than a couple times a week. Is watching porn the only way I can successfully get my needs met? I guess I'm asking if you guys can help me get off some way. I don't already know how. Toda Raba, longtime fan. Wow. So this guy, we, <laughs> two funny looking things. looking into different ways to come besides jerking off. <laughs> Is there a pill I can take that'll satisfy me and make me come instantly without having to look at porn? It seems like you should be having lots of wet dreams. It's funny that he's like, She's very religious and won't have sex with me. But that's not the problem. The problem is that she leaves me with blue balls. It's like, no, that's the, the original thing is the problem. <laughs> yeah, you're pro you have a symptom of the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the problem isn't that she stabs me a lot. The problem is that I'm bleeding to death. Oh, I see. Uh, so is there a different way to get off other than jerk off? Mm. <laughs> Jerking off and... That's probably the best way that's going to happen for you, I think. Yeah, I uh, guess you can accidentally... Uh, have sex with somebody else. Yeah, an oopsie-daisy. Uh, but I think like sex and stimulation from other people... Would or, be cheating on her. Yeah, so stimulating yourself is kind of the A number one way to go. Yeah, so your two moves right now are get married, which a lot of people in this situation do at too young of an age in order so they can have sex, or two... Uh, leave. Yeah, you don't have to be in a relationship with That's her. That's right. And then maybe she'll be like, okay, maybe they're having savings myself isn't such well, a big all deal. right, don't get into the manipulative thing. Like, that's... that's... But if she if he says we should break up because I'm not comfortable, and then she's like, okay, never mind, I won't do the saving myself thing. 
that's that makes me a little uncomfortable. I yeah. understand what you're saying. That is scares it, me. Do you ever hear about guys saving themselves, or is it mostly a lady thing? Uh, I hear about both guys being like, "I'm not having sex until marriage." Yeah, I I guess I hear more of it from couples. I don't know, like who's, who's the decision. impetus, right? Yeah, but I I think I hear more like we we are saving ourselves for marriage. Although, aren't hand jobs not third base? Couldn't you do that? I don't know. We should really consult the priest. All right. Priest, come on in. Kobe is ordained. <laughs> uh, so you, what do you think? You think he has to either masturbate until they get married? Yeah. I think that maybe also he should check in and be like, do I want to marry somebody that's this religious? Maybe he's religious too. Yeah. What if he's religious too? Like you, don't just think of her religion in terms of not fucking you. Think Think of it as... You know, do you want to be with a very, very religious person? It's kind of weird because if this is literally the only problem, it will go away once they get married. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like we're to advise them to get married. That yeah. seems like the easy way out. I don't I don't like uh, not having sex before you're married. Sex is such an important part of any relationship. You yeah, what kind if of it's like bad? If you're compatible. No sex, no living with each other? Yeah, that weirds me out. What's the deal with that? What's the religious thing about that? It's like a waste of semen. I never read the Bible, but yeah, I think it was a waste of semen. <laughs> Imagine how hard, because you're not even supposed to masturbate, right? I guess maybe. Like, does God the, really expect you not to nut until you're married? I think the, I guess the religious thing is like, you're not supposed to spill your seed and let like. You're it's not, like a waste of yeah, what God only, gave yeah, you. Yeah, I guess it is a waste of semen. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like, you should really only be having babies. But it's sort of weird, like sex before marriage, because is it marriage? Is it because like once you're married, then you start having babies? Yeah. Wouldn't it be just as religious to be like, we're going to start having sex now. No birth control, no anything. We'll have babies. It's to have babies. Yeah. You could also do that. And it feels like God would be like, all right, that's fine. Next episode, let's just read the Bible. Soup to nuts. Genesis to the end. That sounds cool. See what happens. Genesis is the first one? <laughs> well, we'll figure it out on Monday. What's the last one? Exodus. <laughs> Rogue One. <laughs> From Genesis all the way to Rogue One, we're going to read everything that's ever been written. Uh, all right. That's it. We're out of time. Thanks for listening. Toda. Happy New Year again. Opening theme song was Hamilton parody. Closing one was Don, who wrote this Yes Dude sort of remix of sorts yes uh, dude um uh, 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 oh email address if you have your own questions is if i were you show at gmail.com now that we're done with this episode of the podcast we want to recommend another headgun podcast oh to yeah guys. if you're if you're taking a long trip and you need another podcast to listen to or if you're just interested in more podcasts to consume uh we've been hearing nothing but great things uh and deservedly so for uh, our newest HeadGum podcast called Who Weekly. Yes. Which is Lindsay and Bobby, and it's a pop culture podcast. That's right. If you are a fan, if you are a consumer of the reality TV scene, D-list celebrity, People Magazine, TMZ, pop culture, subculture. Yeah. Or if you want to get caught up, because honestly, that's like not my bag usually, but I listen to a couple episodes of their podcast and it's just straight up funny. Uh, it's a really funny show. It deserves a wider audience is what we're saying. So if you're interested, if your curiosity has peaked a little bit, head over to headgum.com and check out the latest uh, episode or two of Who Weekly. We really think you will like it. Uh, as for us, we'll be back next Monday. Uh, Toad off for listening, everybody. Oh, shit. This guy, yes, dudes. This guy, Don. 
Don. Uh, Don, 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 Don. Yes, dude, he had something to say. And nah, I need to, I need to, I need to pull it. Oh, yeah, there we go. Don, uh, Kianian, Kianian, Don Kianian is that his name. That sounds like a name we would make up on the show. And he had a Squarespace site for his band, www.wolfriot, wolf-riot with two T's.com. You're not making it easy on me, Don Kianian. <laughs> wolf, Don Kianian. Wolf-riot with two T's.com. If you like the song, check it out. All right, Toadog, goodbye. <laughs> Salmon and rice, the Jewish equivalent is lox on a bagel. Oh, oh, oh. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>